Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and entrepreneurs how to monetize and grow their businesses. This is episode 34 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today we're going to be talking about what exactly is an influencer and how are some of the ways that you can monetize it. I also want to talk a little bit about this whole idea of brands reaching out and asking you to use your influence to promote their products and whether they're asking for a compensated post or if they're asking in exchange for product or even sometimes they ask for free. We're going to really talk about this and dive into all of the details that surround this. Now, as a special thank you, I have put together a renegotiation package for you guys. It includes a swipe copy of the email that I use when a brand reaches out to me, and it sounds like they're asking me to either work in exchange for product or work for free, and that's not something that I do at this point in my career. So because of that, I have an email that I write back to them, and I'm going to give you the swipe copy of that as well as an example email that ended up, they were reaching out to me looking for free campaign, and I was able to turn it around and turn it into a long-term contract that lasted and ended up being a value of about $2,500 at this point. So not all will be lost. We are going to make sure that you are getting paid for the content that you are creating for these brands. Be sure to download that. It will be linked in the show notes. Okay, so let's really talk about what an influencer is, because I think there's a lot of discrepancy out there of exactly that term. We talk a lot of times, I've spoken about my dislike of the word just blogger, because blogger, it has, in my eyes, a negative connotation. It goes back to the time when blogs were first established, and a lot of times when blogs were first talked about blogs were people just telling their life stories. They said what they ate for dinner. They talked about the activities they did with their kids. This is how really a lot of people started off 10 years ago was with a blog of that nature. That was more of like a lifestyle that just kind of told what it was they did on their daily activities. Now, since then, it obviously has changed. And these blogs have turned into websites or businesses. There are a lot of them. You can fall into multiple niches. It can be anything from a food blog that is very um, specific to just creating recipes, or it could be a parenting blog that is doing different tactics and tips. There are tons and tons of niches, and people are making these into businesses. Now, with your website comes influence because you have an audience. And we always talk about the importance of your audience and your readers and understanding why it is that they come to you. Because if you don't understand that, then you're kind of going back to just being a blogger. You're just putting out content that you feel is important. When you actually take the time to figure out, okay, my readers are coming to me looking for X, Y, or Z. And I'm going to create content that is geared towards that because I know that they want that from me. Then you're starting to look at it like a business. And because of that, you can then use that influence that you have. You have an audience. That audience can be very specific. You probably know the age range, the gender, where they primarily live. So with that information, you 
have an influence over those readers with what it is that you talk about. And that is often why brands will come to bloggers that have influence to try to get them to talk about their products, use their products, create a recipe with their products, whatever it might be. Now, many of you know that working with brands is something that I am very comfortable with. I would probably say it's my jam. And I have a course that actually just closed last week, Pitch Perfect Pro, which we will be opening back up before the new year. Um, But with that, in that course, we talk about how to pitch these brands and how to leverage your influence. Now, this is when you're reaching out to the brands yourself and pitching the brands that you know and love and use on a daily basis and know that your audience would also love to use their products. Now, sometimes what obviously happens is we, because we have blogs and we have influence and Facebook pages and Twitter and Pinterest and Instagram and all these different things that are obviously important this day and age, those brands sometimes will reach out to us. And a lot of times what happens is it's a PR agency and they have a list of bloggers that they have passed around or bought a list. They're leads. They're cold leads just like anything else in sales. So they'll reach out to the bloggers and they'll send out a blast email that talks about, oh, we have this great product. We'd love to send you high res um, pictures. We'd love it if you could put it into your back to school roundup. Or they'll say, is there any content that you have up and coming that you would like to include this in? We'd love to send you um, a package for you to be able to try out and then create a recipe and do a post. Now, This is where a lot of times I will get bloggers that will come to me and they will say, well, that hurts my bottom line when another blogger agrees to do it for for the product or for free. So here's the thing about that. No one affects your bottom line but you. You do not have the right to judge other men or women that are running their business the way that they feel that it's necessary to run it. There is nothing wrong with another blogger doing something in exchange for a product, even if the product is $5. If they feel that they want to get their feet wet by working with that product and creating content for that product in hopes that someday down the road they will be able to work again with that brand or they want it to be able to show that this is what they can do when they work on something for a brand, that is their prerogative. And no one has the right to judge other people for that. So I just want to make sure to get that out of the way because all too often I hear us looking at others and judging them. I know that everything is out on social media and we have a bad habit of comparing ourselves to everyone else that is out there but they do not affect your bottom line. The only one that affects it is you. So if KitchenAid comes to you and they want to send you a mixer in exchange for a recipe and you wanted a KitchenAid, don't feel guilty about doing it in exchange for product. There is nothing wrong with that. That's money that you would have spent on that KitchenAid that you're now saving your family $300. So always make sure that you are taking into consideration your business, what is right for you and your family. Now, to go back to that whole idea of the PR company sending out this blast email, it's a cold leap. They're looking for people to jump on it and to work for free. It's their job to try to find promotions from bloggers and influencers for as little to no money as possible. The 
worst possible thing that you can do, and I cannot stress this enough, is that when you respond to them, if you are rude or disrespectful, that is going to get around to other PR agents. So if you turn around and it's a granola company and they say to you, we'd love to send you a box of granola in exchange for a recipe post and a share on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest, and you think in your head, yeah, I can't work for granola because I can't pay my mortgage in granola. You can think that, but you absolutely should not write that. You don't want to come off rude and disrespectful. You turn around and write something like that, they are going to turn around and tell the PR agency across the street or via email that so-and-so turned around and said they don't want to pay their, their mortgage in granola. I understand that you can't pay your mortgage in granola, and they do as well. But the person that's sending that email is a person. They have feelings. And when you are disrespectful and unprofessional, it represents you. Your job is to turn it around. They don't know if you have two followers on Pinterest or two million followers on Facebook. They're just sending out a blast email to multiple bloggers in hopes that they will get someone that will work for free. Now, obviously, if you're a point in your career with your site where you don't work for free anymore, then you don't take the campaign. Now, a lot of people have said to me, oh, well, I just delete those emails. Now, obviously, if it's not a good fit for your site, yes, don't take the time to reply to them, especially if they're talking about an exchange for a product and it's just not a good fit for you. But what you can do is that if it is a good fit, if it is a brand that you would love to work with or could see yourself working with in the future, then turn it around and let them know this. Let them know that you're not just a Joe Schmo that has 500 followers, that you are someone that has influence. They don't know you and they don't realize that it's not your first rodeo. So make sure that when you talk, when you reply back to their email, you're respectful, first of all. You explain who you are and why your their product that they're promoting right then is important for you and your audience. It always has to go back to your audience because that is where your influence lies. That's what makes you an influencer. So if you can't state to them that your audience would love their product and this is why, then it's not a product you should be re- replying back to or wanting to, to work with. But if you can, then you want to make sure that you are respectful in the way that you say it to them. Make sure that you are explaining to them why your audience would appreciate that product and why they would value the content that you could create for them. Now, this is also where I make sure that I let them know that this isn't my first time. So I always like to use the phrase, or a sentence I should say, that in order to keep the integrity of my site to my readers, because they are most important, to my readers and to any brands that I have previously worked with, I only work on compensated content. Now, I make sure that I include my readers first because they are the most important, and then any other brands I have previously worked with. So it's letting them know that this is what I do as a business. I'm not doing this as a hobby. I'm not looking to just get granola and write a post for you. I am doing this as a business and I expect to be compensated for my time, my influence, 
and my energy that I'm going to have to put into this. Now, with that being said, when you send this renegotiation email, you still have to always remember as well to have a call to action. So you've told them that you're not going to work for free and you've let them know that you've worked with other brands. So you have to put the ball now in their court and say, I'd love to send you my media kit and a proposal specific to this purpose. And this is where they're going to come back and they're going to say to you, they're could one, totally ignore it, which is a possibility. Two, they could come back and say to you, we just don't have any um, money or any a budget right now for this campaign. We were looking just to get it for free. We understand that you do not work for free. We would love to keep your media kit on file. Or they're going to come back to you and they're going to turn around and say, Okay, that's that. Let me let me see. Put together a proposal for me. Send me your media kit, and let's see what you could do for us. What you're thinking? What ways you could take this? And that is where you then get the opportunity to be able to show them what your strength is, so that when you put together your proposal, you can be very specific about what it is that sets you apart. What is it about your audience that is going to make your influence important to that product? All too often, we forget that it's not just about us. It has to be about that product and how it ties into your audience because that is really what the brand is after. They're not after you as a person. I mean, let's be honest. If they were, they'd probably go after Gwyneth Paltrow or someone that's famous. They could have pay them all the big bucks to be able to have their name and their prestige behind it. But they're looking for you because you're relatable. You have this audience that listens to you, that respects what it is that you're saying. So if you're writing a post and you're creating a recipe, but you mention in there that your cute apron that you're wearing, that and then they purchase it as an affiliate or just as a reference, that's your influence because you're talking about something that you appreciate and you use and that you value. So that's where they, that's what they're looking to buy into. They're not looking to buy into you going and being a spokesperson for them on national television. They're looking for your influence with the readers that you have, not with readers or television watchers that don't know you from a hole in the wall. So always keep that in mind when you are renegotiating with them and coming back. And when I say I use the term renegotiating and that's the um, the package that I put together for you as a renegotiation package. But this is you're renegotiating for normally for either product or free and you're renegotiating to get it paid and compensated. Because that is when you start seeing an income from your business and you're not wasting your time trying to grow it. Now, one of the things that definitely came up, I felt, during the Pitch Perfect Pro launch this past time was that I had a lot of people say to me um, that they felt that there were other ways to passively make money. And I can definitely understand that people see affiliate marketing or they see advertising, just ads, as ways to passively make money. Here's the thing. When you create a sponsored post, it is something where it can become more passive because it happens over time. 
that you create these long-term contracts. So the first one, you're going to get paid a larger fee. Whereas like with affiliate advertising, when you do it, you can make money over time because that link stays there. But you have to be getting consistent traffic to that post. People who do affiliate advertising, affiliate marketing will routinely run that post constantly so they continue to get the eyeballs that they need onto that content to get the clicks and the buys that they need to have. And it does obviously can add up over time. Same thing with ads. Ads, you have to be getting the eyes. You have to have the traffic and the continuous uh, people coming to your site. You don't necessarily have to know so much about them. But that is where being an influencer sets you apart because you understand your audience that you have. You don't have to have astronomical numbers in order to make an income. You don't have to consistently get a ton of page views, but you need to have that core audience. And I've said this, I think, so many times to different people I've spoken to them when they've asked me, well, what size audience do you need to have in order to start pitching? It's not about the size. It's about the quality. It's about the people. Are they coming to you for specific content? And can you state intelligently to a brand if they were to ask you what those people are consistently coming to you for? It is a way to make income that you can make a decent amount and not have to try to continue to get page views over so many page views time and time and time again trying to drive traffic there. You can just talk about a product, have it be part of what you've done, and then continue the relationship because ultimately, guys, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to create a relationship with a brand so they routinely come to you anytime that they have work, anytime they have a campaign come up. You want it to become something where instead of thinking, okay, this is a one and done, I get my money, I get my you know $500, whatever it might be that your sponsor post rate is, is that you get that $500 and then you're done, which is often the case when you work in a network, which is part of the reason I think that people think that it's not passive. Um, yes, you... I guess I giggle when I think of passive because I really don't believe that anything that we do is passive. There is no passive income. Even when you create a product, it's not passive. You've done the work beforehand and you routinely have to do the work to market that product. It's still not passive. Even when you have a membership site, it's not passive. You have to maintain that membership site. So I know that the big pie in the sky dream is to have this passive income that we don't have to do anything for. And they're really, in my eyes, that isn't the reality. There are so few people that can get a million to two million page views on their sites so that they're just making money off of ads. That's just not something that's attainable for most people. So when you are an influencer and you have an audience, you can work with brands. You can do something one time for 500 and it becomes not necessarily passive, but it becomes consistent. And that honestly is what it should be about. It shouldn't be about, oh, passive, I get to sit on my butt and I don't need to do anything. It should be about consistency. I consistently know that this amount of money comes in just about every month on sponsored posts or ads or membership sites or whatever it is. It's nothing, honestly, I cannot stress this enough, nothing is passive. It is all work. And I think 
that's where a lot of people get lost is that they think they look and they see that other people are able to get millions of page views and tons of money on affiliate advertising and tons of money on ads, but, and it's passive. It's not. They're marketing their sites. They're marketing their content. You know what it's like to schedule your Pinterest, your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram. That's not passive. It's work. So you have to keep that in mind. Sponsored posts can give you the opportunity to have consistency because you can create that long-term contract with that brand when you are done. So when you are done with a campaign, you can turn around and say, pitch them again and put together a proposal where it is long-term, where you can talk about, okay, in the next six months, I want to put together three different posts for you. This is the price that we're talking about. That's where you really start to become and create that consistency in your income. And it's good to diversify. I'm not telling you don't have ads, don't have affiliate marketing. Have these different eggs as part of your basket in the ways in which you monetize. But I'm telling you that working with brands and pitching the brands yourself can make a huge difference in the consistency that it provides for you, which is then the relief of stress and more time with your family. Because honestly, isn't that ultimately what we, why so many of us do this? It's to be able to stay home with our kids and be the room mom and be able to see them head off to school on the first day of school. That is what this is truly about for a lot of us is that we love to be able to work from home and to be able to see our families. And when we create sponsored content, it provides an income that becomes consistent so that you can see and forecast what you're going to be seeing as income coming in the next couple months. So with that being said, we are in the process of finishing up our membership site, which is all about influencers. That is what that membership is is about. It is about giving you the ability to look at yourself as an influencer, to grow your traffic, to be able to know your audience, grow an email list where you have people waiting for your content to arrive in their inbox. With that, so the membership site will be launching back up in the next couple weeks. So you'll be hearing me talk more about it. We're really excited. It is something that was established in January. We have a ton of content that we've been able to create for people. So it, with it, as soon as people give access to the membership site, they have the opportunity to go through all of the videos that have been created since January, which is at this point, a little over 20 different trainings that you have immediate access to. And it covers anything from email marketing, your growing your list, to Pinterest strategies, um, simple as how to network at a conference and what brands you should be talking to or what bloggers and influencers you should be talking to. So there's a ton of content that's already there. Plus, moving forward, we continue to do trainings weekly. And these are all done via Facebook Live. So you're able to ask any questions and answers that you, any questions that you have while the training is going on so that you can make it specific to you. You also, with that, get a group monthly call where you can get on with me via Zoom. We get on, everyone tries to get on at the same time and we do a group question and answer. So if someone has a question specific to their business, they're able to ask the question and I can answer it for them. The others that are on the call are able then to learn from those people. We as well have a monthly training from an expert in our industry. 
So it can be anything from SEO to um, creating contracts done by a lawyer. Or we've done things as far as how to set up a flat lay for Instagram. All the different things that you need in order to drive your business forward, to increase your traffic, to increase your influence. Because that is what we are. We are a membership site full of influencers that are looking to grow and monetize our businesses. So details will be coming out relatively soon more about that. And I hope that you will definitely join us. It is a great community of men and women that continue to support each other throughout the entire time. Um, We also, as you know, you can go to JennyMelrose.com and up in the top right-hand corner is a community button. And that is our Influencer Entrepreneurs Facebook community, where we continue the conversations from the podcast in that group. So that if there's questions that you have, maybe there was something I missed and you have a question about how to renegotiate, you can get on into the Facebook group and ask me those specific questions that you have so that you can continue to grow. It's the same as if I have a guest that comes on to the podcast, they are part of the community as well. So that if the questions that I asked you had a different question, you can be sure to ask them. So please be sure that you join in in the Facebook community. We routinely do free live trainings in that group as well as we are always supporting each other with our content. So I would love for you to join there. I also absolutely love it when you guys subscribe to the podcast. The podcast is growing tremendously, and I appreciate you guys so much for taking the time to listen in. I would love it if you would just share the podcast with one of your friends that you think could benefit from one of my episodes. If you hear something you think, oh, she definitely could use this, or he was just talking about this, this is perfect share it. I love it when you guys share the podcast and provide new people information because that's really what this is trying to be about. I am a teacher at heart. I want to teach people how to improve their businesses so that they can make this their business and not have the stress and crazy and feel like they don't know what they're doing and not being able to move their business forward. So definitely subscribe to the podcast. If you have a chance, leave a review. Those reviews help us to be able to get Um, guests to come on to the podcast so that we can continue to have experts in their specific industry. We also love it, like I said, when you guys share it because it gives me the opportunity to be able to get in front of people who may not have heard of me or have heard of the specific content that I'm speaking about on that day. So thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen and I will see you all next time.